solo mente. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a Tuesday edition of Locked On Texans, your daily Texans talk and news podcast. And boy, do we have a lot to discuss for today. I am John, some sports guy Hickman. Happy to be back with you guys. And I want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On Texans sent you. Can't do this show by myself. Won't do this show by myself. Let me go ahead and alley up the man in, Cody Davis. Welcome in. What's up? Nothing much, man. And on this Tuesday installment of Locked On Texans, John and I are going to actually look at and break down the Texans trading for former Bears wide receiver Anthony Miller. That deal went down Saturday night. So we're going to break that down and see what does that mean for the Houston Texans moving forward. Plus, with the news that Aaron Rodgers will report to the Green Bay Packers on today, why is that important to know for the Houston Texans? Because apparently the Houston Texans hold the keys to Aaron Rodgers going back to Green Bay because Aaron Rodgers reportedly wants the Packers to get back Randall Cobb. So we're going to close out the show with that on this Tuesday's installment of Locked on Texans. But first, of course, we're going to talk about the latest news and ongoing development regarding Deshaun Watson. As we all know, Sunday, Watson reported to the Houston Texans to begin physicals and COVID-19 testing in order to, I guess, be present for training camp, which is set to begin on tomorrow. As we all know, Deshaun Watson only did it to avoid a huge financial loss because if he did not show up for training camp, he was going to be fined $50,000 per day. Deshaun Watson has reported to camp and now apparently, quote unquote, because this is something um, John and I, especially you, John, you have been on this, this train that the Texans was always open for business. But apparently yesterday, the Houston Texans made it official that they are willing to depart from Deshaun Watson and they are asking for somewhere in the ballpark of three to five high draft picks and a starting caliber player. John. Go go right ahead. Can I please say something? You know, the jig is up right now with this franchise and this quarterback. The jig is up, man. Okay. And I'm not going to spend too much time on this right now, but five first-rounders and some caliber players? Do we have Booboo the Fool written on our forehead? Now, this is all very possible. And right now what I'm speaking of, uh, what I'm speaking towards is speculation. Yo, Houston, you have a problem. And that problem is your quarterback. And his problem is his legal problems, which has gotten worse as of Monday night. You know, you know, by the time this comes out, we're doing this show Monday evening. But early in Monday, you're going to hear this Tuesday. Early Monday, we got more news that more women are coming out. So, To take a lot in and, and sit back, five first-rounders, and you want a caliber player, star caliber player. And by the way, man, with that being said, Miami is the, the, the team that I believe can provide that, but you're not getting five first-rounders 
and starting caliber player, high quality caliber players. I just want to say that I think that would, that asking price is egregious. Number one, I also want to add that Quincy Avery, his quarterback coach, has been talking to non-local media. Right? He doesn't have any, and we've had him on a show before. But he been he he had a, a podcast. He was on a podcast. He was actually on Adam Scheffner's podcast. So he was on that podcast. And um, I'm just seeing how everything is working with Houston asking for five first-round draft picks. Now he's speaking towards Deshaun being ready to be on the move, getting ready to be on the move. The jig is up. Nobody's – you're not going to pull a wool over our eyes, man. The asking price is too high because, hey, you know what? At least we tried. Your quarterback coach is out here. He's going to go on a, a PR run by, you know – basically putting it out there, making it seem like Houston is ready to move on. They are. But they're going to get what – they're going to get what uh, they want in return, but they're going to wait their time. And I don't see a team giving up five draft picks right now and starting quality, uh, caliber players. I, I, we, we, this, this, this is a crazy situation, Cody, and I'm going to let you have it, man, but – Am I wrong, listeners and Cody? Am I wrong for thinking five is too high and and you want players on top of that? Yes and no. Um, yes, because if we look at the reality of the situation, Deshaun Watson on the field is worth five high draft picks and starting caliber players. But no, because nobody knows what is going on and what is going to happen with Deshaun Watson's legal troubles off the field because John as you just alluded to on Monday we got word that 10 women have went to the Houston Police Department you know make their claim against Deshaun Watson and two out of those 10 are women who did not say anything to Tony Busby they did not file a silver case which means if you were keeping count at home that this number has now risen to 24. That's scary to say the least. And I've been told by a source that there is a possibility that more women could come forward. Now, I'm going to leave that alone because I'm not a lawyer. I don't want to paint Deshaun Watson and say he's guilty or innocent, no way, shape, or form. But, John, I agree with you. There is no team that's going to be willing to give that much up for a quarterback who... He's not going to play the 2021 season. And if some of these cases that have been taken to the Houston Police Department become criminal, you're dealing with a whole nother type of monster, which means now you're looking at the possibility that the guy that you traded for might not ever play for your franchise. John, this is why I always say, when you have a star like Deshaun Watson, and yes, I'm about to bring the Houston Rockies in because I covered a little bit of a similar story when James Harden tried to force his well, when James Harden did force his way out of out of the city of Houston. When you have a star caliber player, a generational talent, I get it. It's not easy to let these players go, but to me, you can let me know if you disagree. But to me, it seems like the team that depart with that franchise 
the, the team that departs with that franchise player sooner rather than later, they always come out with the better deal in the long run. You take a look at what the Houston Rockets did, how long they held on to James Harden. Yeah, what they got back in return gave them a lot of flexibility, but they could have gotten more if they would have departed from James Harden while the iron was hot. The same thing goes with the Houston Texans. But now, if they would have traded Deshaun Watson within that first month where he demanded a trade, not only would you have gotten those three to five draft picks that you wanted, not only would you have gotten back probably three quality starting caliber players, but this problem that we are covering would not be the Houston Texans problem. No, it wouldn't, but you know, alas, here we are, um, a day before training camp. And, you know, Cody, you mentioned that you had a source close to the situation that, you know, he's, there's a possibility Watson will end up on the exempt list. But with training camp, right? around the corner, I mean, you know, four blinks and two coughs and a negative COVID test, you're at training camp, right? And uh, this this, this is going to really, this is going to really affect this team. I am shocked that the NFL hasn't stepped in. But what I would say to their defense, they're always in a lose-lose situation like this. You saw what happened to Ezekiel Elliott a couple years ago. They moved too fast, and come to find out, Zeke really didn't do anything. Then right, you take yeah. a look at the – And that was a point that was made with Josina Anderson, her tweets that we you know, mentioned exactly. on the show last week. We know now that both sides are ready to move on. Casario's going to do what he, what, he, what he needs to do to make this team better, man. I still feel like Miami will be the best destination for Houston, not for Deshaun, and, and for Deshaun, but – more so, I, I'm not. This isn't the locked on Deshaun, locked on Texans. The, the Miami will be the best package for him. We just got to wait and see. We have to wait and see. That's the game we're gonna play, Cody. Uh, what's what's the most shocking thing right now about this situation? Before we move on, as you mentioned, we got to talk about Anthony Miller. But what is the most shocking, or jaw dropping, or head scratching aspect of where we are right now? Uh, where the Texans are right now? Um, to me, it's not even where the Texans are right now. It's more so the situation Watson finds himself in. You know, I, I had a not not a lot of opportunities, and majority of the time that I spoke to him, it was very you know quick and limited. But you know, we all know the persona Deshaun Watson was putting out there. You know, prior to him signing the contract extension, and I was at the press conference the night he, you know, signed the contract extension, looking at his family, looking at his coach, looking at, you know, all these people that meant so much to him, him crying, promising his organization he's going to do everything possible to bring a Super Bowl and not only bring a Super Bowl to the city of Houston, but to be what he liked to call legendary. And, and that was just in September of 2020. And here we are. July 27 to 2021 not only is he trying to force his way out of out of Houston but this is just a bad look for him all the way around I think to me more so I'm 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 just more shocked that Deshaun like I know I don't know him personally we don't know none of these players personally but to me it's just disappointing to to find out you know innocent or guilty that Watson has put himself in a situation to be accused of something so terrible. Yeah. 10 criminal complaints are pending against Deshaun Watson now. And I got to tell you, man, I would hate to find out if 
the actions that got him here if he's still participating in those actions. Let's talk about Anthony Villa on the other side of the break. Can't wait to do so. And also would love to tell you guys about how to make some extra money this football season with Bet Online. The fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and we are a month away from betting on NFL action. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code locked on. Bet Online is your online sportsbook experts. So while we are monitoring our quarterback situation, and we still have to say our quarterback, he's still on the roster. He will be reporting to training camp. Just, tomorrow, just say the quarterback. Well, the quarterback for Houston. Uh, yeah, you're right. The quarterback for Houston. He will be reporting to training camp on Wednesday. I, I, I doubt that he will take a snap. I doubt that he will do anything for Houston. I'd be shocked and surprised if he will. Although that would be a good gesture because there are some teammates that still want to play with him. Rightfully so, he's a great quarterback. It's just off the field. But while we are monitoring Deshaun's situation, there's a situation in Green Bay where, where Aaron Rodgers wants out, and now he's asking for Randall Cobb, which is, which is a discussion that you know we're going to have. But the Texans traded for, on Saturday night, and now we have the details, a fifth and a seventh round pick of 2022 for Anthony Miller. And I wanted to talk about Anthony Miller. We hinted at it yesterday's show, but I wanted to talk about him today because I think Anthony Miller, a guy who has only struggled in the league because of who's throwing him the ball. You got Nick Foles, you got Mr. Bisky. Uh, I think Mike Glennon was in the mix one time out of Memphis. That dude can play ball, man. And we're going to get him on his rookie contract. He does have one year left, which will be the end of this year. Houston will be able to get him back cheaper because they traded for him. And I don't think the market for Anthony Miller will be very high. I think he needs a new home and Houston can be that. But I'm really looking at this depth chart. And I have to be brutally honest, and I hate that I have to say this. Because we're going to talk about Randall Cobb. And the only, only reason why I mentioned Randall Cobb was to mention Aaron Rodgers, was to mention, just to kind of segue into it later. But I don't see Kiki QT making this roster. I don't see Isaiah Coulter making this roster. There are too many receivers on this depth chart right now. And Houston just traded for Anthony Miller. So he's going to be a lock. They drafted Nico Collins. He's a lock. Brandon Cooks is a lock. Um Chris Conley, I think, is a lock as well to make this roster. But I don't think QT makes the roster because they just traded for a, a receiver who has the same play style, will play the same position, slot, and every now and then, depending on matchup, you'll put him outside because he, he may win one-on-one matchups against certain corners in the league. But they just traded for that guy. And we don't necessarily need you anymore. Let me tell you about Anthony Miller. He's a guy that in his three years in Chicago, the best being his sophomore year, uh, not touchdown number-wise. His rookie year, he had seven touchdowns. His sophomore year, he had two touchdowns. There was a significant increase in yards for that year. But he's a guy in his first two years where he averaged 
12 yards per catch. Last year was, I think, 9.8 or 9.5 yards per catch. And he's been consistently playing with inconsistent quarterbacks. Uh, He does a little bit of everything. He's very shifty. And he's a good deep threat because he has great ball skills. That's something that I believe would do wonders for Houston because he's going to give you that X factor of a receiver that now that he's traded for, he wasn't a part of the trade. Like remember when we traded for Laramie Tunsil and Kenny Steele was a part of the trade. He, you know, he's by himself. Houston traded for him. So they believe in him. They're going to put him in some situations to win. I, Aside from all the BS that's going on, and when, no matter what I think this season will end up being wins and loss-wise, Houston does have some intriguing competitions going on. And bringing in Anthony Miller three to four days before training camp, you know, you know to me, I, I'm looking at it like, well, how satisfied are you in this wide receiver group? Or was it just the fact that because teams do this all the time, before we find our stuff, they already know. Did you know that it was time to move on from Randall's Cobb contract and you needed to find a player who's younger but can fit some of the same mold that that Randall Cobb was going to give you? And I think Anthony Miller can be that. I I wish Miller could be playing with Deshaun Watson. We'll see a whole different beats, but he's not. He's going to be playing with Tyrod Taylor or Davis Mills. I'm not going to get caught up in who he's going to be playing with right now because training camp hasn't arrived. But I think he can replicate some of the things that we've seen out of Kiki QT. And I think he can replicate some of the things that we've seen out of Randall Cobb in a, in the, in a lower level-wise. This was a good pickup for Houston. A fifth-round pick. And I'll say this. Do we think Deshaun Watson is going to play this year? No. Will he be traded before next year's draft? We believe so. So that fifth-round draft pick that you just gave up in that seventh round, you don't got to sweat it because you're going to get some draft picks back at some point. And, John, I agree. I actually love this trade for Anthony Miller, and I would not be surprised if at the end of this upcoming season, you and I are sitting here on this podcast and we are saying to ourselves and the listeners that this might – have been one of the best moves Nick Casario made as general manager. And you talked about his on-field talent. I love it from the standpoint of the fact that Anthony Miller can actually become a very foundational piece to the Texans rebuild because Ever since the end of the 2020 season ended and we all had in our mind that this is an organization that was going to clean house and start from the very top and bringing in a new general manager, bringing in a new head coach. And of course, the unfortunate situation that's going on with Deshaun Watson, we all accepted the fact that this is an organization that is in a rebuild. This is what you want to see your general manager do. You bring in quality, talented, young and affordable players who can actually develop into something special for your organization. And I also like it from the standpoint of if Nico Collins develop into the number one receiver we believe he can be, now you're looking at a situation of whoever is starting for the Houston Texans in 2022 and beyond, they will have not one, 
but two quality receivers to play alongside with because I have a lot of faith in Nico Collins and I also have a lot of faith in Anthony Miller. And John, you talked about the fact that how Miller had it kind of hard in Chicago because he did not play with a, with a quality quarterback. But what you failed to mention is Chicago really did not give him a fair opportunity in his two years there. He got there in 2019. He was playing behind, of course, their number one receiver and Allen Robinson. And then this past season they actually prioritized one of their top draft picks from the 2020 draft class and Darnell Mooney because he ended up being their number two receiver Anthony Miller never really got the fair opportunity to go out there and showcase what he can do in Chicago and that is going to be very big for this upcoming season here in the city of Houston and with him joining the Houston Texans let me correct myself uh, on the show the Texans will receive a 2022 seventh round draft pick. They gave up a fifth round for 2022. So that's my apologies. Um, but you're right. I mean, and you know what? So when we talked about Chris Conley coming into Houston, we talked about how good he could be. You know, his time in Jacksonville was pretty decent for the past two years. You know, 2019, 47 catches, 775 yards. 2020 when they had no stability at quarterback 40 catches for 471 yards the last two years he combined for uh, seven touchdowns in 2019 Conley averaged 16.5 yards per catch last year nearly 12 but the really reason why we were big on him is because there's some things that we believe Conley can do that we've seen him do before we played him two years in a row two times a year the last two years but you know, I remember specifically having this conversation to make this statement that the problem will be now that we know Deshaun Watson is, isn't going to be quarterback, Cody, he's going to be coming into a situation where, you know, we, we should expect the same of what we got out of him in Jacksonville because they didn't have that dynamic quarterback. So I can see him doing replicate numbers. Same for. Anthony Miller. He played with Mitch Trubisky. He played with Nick Foles. He played with other quarterbacks. And did he ever eclipse a thousand yards? No. Did he ever eclipse more than 60 yards? I mean, 60 passes caught in the season? No. But he was very productive, especially in his first two years. He's going to be coming to the same situation where you're going to have Tyrod Taylor. He's not going to air it out every game. He's not going to, you're not going to get 30 to 35, 40 passes from Tyrod Taylor consistently. But Houston is finding players that they like, and we got to roll with what they like as of right now because we haven't started training camp nor preseason or the regular season. They're finding guys that they like because they believe that certain men on this football field can do certain things and win in situational um, plays or, you know, in situational, in, situa in certain situations. Anthony Miller was a good pickup. And you only, like I said, you only giving him the fifth round for 2022. I'm expecting him to come and fit right in because he will be in a similar situation like he was in Chicago. With every increasing number of makes like Fiat, Kia, and models like Pacifica and XT5, it is now impossible to stock all of your parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidated questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer? choosing only the brand his warehouse happens to carry. Come on, guys, we can do better than that. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at your home and in your pocket. 
One reason to repair and maintain your car is to save money that you can use for other important things like mortgage or food. Why would you choose to spend 30, 50, or even 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership? For example, the Delphi FG1456 fuel pump assembly for a 2005 through 2010 Honda Odyssey cost $353.99 at Advance, a big chain store. But it only cost $216.79 at rockauto.com. Chain stores have a different price tiering for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. Rockauto.com prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. Rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices available rather than the changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. Rockauto.com is for everybody and does not require a membership or account login. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Do You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Betting on the NFL doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts. And before we close out this Tuesday installment of Locked On Texans, it seemed like if Deshaun Watson isn't dominating the news in the NFL, there's another quarterback who is unhappy with his current situation, and that quarterback is Aaron Rodgers. As we all know, Aaron Rodgers does not want to be in Green Bay no longer, but he is expected to report to training camp on today, and apparently part of the reason why he is reporting back to the Packers on today it appears that the Packers and the Texans are gearing closer to a deal that was send Randall Cobb back to Green Bay in exchange for, we don't know the detail as of yet, but it seems like Aaron Rodgers is really pushing for Randall Cobb to go back to Green Bay so he could be a part of this quote-unquote last dance ride that Aaron Rodgers is doing with the Packers. Check out Peter Bukowski over at Locked On Packers in order to hear more about that story. But to swing things back over to the Houston Texans side of things, John, I would love to see the Texans move on from Randall Cobb and that's no disrespect to Cobb he is still a pretty solid player for a guy who is getting up there in age and we know this past season he only played I believe 10 and 11 games before he went out for the rest of the year due to a toe injury but that guy is not worth the three years 27 million dollar contract that he signed in order to get to the Texans plus because it seems like Aaron Rodgers is kind of forcing the Packers to make a move in order to get their hands on Randall Kyle the Texans actually can use this as a little bit of leverage and maybe just maybe could possibly fleece the Green Bay Packers because given the news that this upcoming season is possibly Aaron Rodgers last year in Green Bay. They probably are going to do everything they can to keep that man happy for the next six to seven months in hopes of keeping him around beyond the 2021 season. And if the return of Randall Cobb can keep Aaron Rodgers happy, 
Maybe they could fleece a second round draft pick out of it. I don't know. I like this possibility because let's be real. It's always the Texans getting fleeced in the deal. Now they have an opportunity to do it to somebody else. Renner Cobb is due $8.25 million this year at the age of the tender age of 31. Uh, now that we are past June 1st, if he is traded, Houston would take $2 million in dead money, but there would be a $8.4 million uh, saved in cap. I don't see Houston trading Randall Cobb without them paying some of his salary, though. So, for, you know, for Randall Cobb, you got to bite your losses on that one and understand that Bill O'Brien, man, he strikes again. Bill, Bill O'Brien lives in the Texans facility. And he may not be there physically, but he is an entity. And he is there spiritually. Because, my God, why was Randall Cobb signed to that contract? But they got to move on. But Nick Casario, has, uh, he, he, he has done a phenomenal job of building his own team. Right now, we just got to wait and see for the next two to three years how that's going to actually work out. And with him building his own team, he got to get rid of Randall Cobb somehow, some way. I'm John some Sports Guy Hickman. Follow the Locked On Texans Twitter page at Locked On Texans and like us on Facebook. Guys, it's a lot of craziness going on with this team. Let us hear from you. Cody, where can they hear from you on Twitter? And how can they get on the show? The second host of Locked On Texans, Cody Davis. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. And if you would like to hear your voice on Locked On Texans for our Friday Fan Reaction Day, please remember to call this number at 737-471-6148. Again, Leave a voicemail, ask us a question, then about the Houston Texans. Say whatever you want, but ladies and gentlemen, whatever you do, please remember to keep it respectable. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace. You are locked on Texans. Your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.